you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome as we begin another week here on the Ken Miller Show at 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself with you for the next two hours. Jimmy B and TC, afternoon drive from 4 until 6. But we've got some work to do before we get to that point. Coming up in the next couple hours of the program here today, we'll recap Iowa State's final spring practice as Dylan Mons from the Ames Tribune will be here. We're going to focus on the offensive side of the ball today what was learned, some of the questions that perhaps remain in Dylan's mind. And then later on in the week, we'll get him back in here. We'll do the same with the defense. But Iowa State will begin our uh, guest list today coming up at about 1225. Dylan from the Ames Tribune on Iowa State as they wrapped up the spring focusing on offense. Bobby Lejess will be here. Landat10.com wrote an interesting piece. Five uh, topics that uh, five uh, concerns, five items that he wants to see addressed in the final week of Iowa spring preparation. Of course, they will wrap things up on Friday night with a what are we calling it, Trent? A scrimmage, a thingy, as Mark Morehouse likes to say, <laughs> at uh, Kinnick Stadium. Uh, on Friday evening, so Bobby Lejess will be here uh, to preview the week ahead for the Hawks. In the 1 o'clock hour, Josh Martin will recap the first couple of days of the NBA playoffs. Some upsets. Cleveland, you see that one coming, big boy? Not at all. Did you have the Pacers? I did have the Pacers in the points. What was the number? Six and a half. Boy, you have to feel good about that one at all times. Yeah, it was. Uh, keep kept my head above water. I'm not feeling very good about my heat future bet. NHL not feeling very good about my Devils future bet, but uh, overall, gotta gotta kind of just nudge into the NBA playoffs. And tonight, Sixers big. I mean, it's got to be. I would. They think were so freaking good. They were. But back to yeah, I had the Pacers still. Oh, then Brian Walton will be here. Card Cubs cards at about one forty with Brian Walton, the Cardinal Nation. You Cardinal fans will talk Cardinal baseball. But that's the national story, right? LeBron has a triple double. And they got crushed. And they're not close. Right. They were not close. At home, first mm-hmm. time in 21 series, LeBron's lost a game one, which is incredible in its own right. But Because uh, we kept hearing about that. They'll be fine. Playoff yeah, schedule, this right. is a different team. And it was the first time that they had the full complement of their guys together since the trade deadline, since they brought all those new faces in there. And Oladipo and the Pacers, they just mm-hmm. kept coming. Can you remember an NBA player that goes from it? And Oladipo is probably now... Considered, I've heard NBA guys consider him a top 10, 12 player in the league. You remember a guy that was just kind of eh, me to a top 10, 12 player in the league that quickly? Uh, Shifting on its head. Do you think he's a top 10 or 15 player in the league? Yeah. Do you? This year he has been. Okay. Now, admittedly, I haven't watched a ton of Pacers mm-hmm. games, but when I have, I mean, he looks completely different than mm-hmm. last year. I watched him quite a bit with Oklahoma City. He was lost. Right. He's playing second fiddle to Westbrook, and he, he just didn't look like he enjoyed being on the floor with him. And now the guy's a bonafide star. And and to change this quickly in the NBA, where you know your guys, you know you, you know those upper-crust players coming into any given year. I mean, you can just you name them off, and he, and he got 10 they feel confident with. It's difficult to jump in there. And for a guy in his, what, fourth year in the league, fifth year of the league, to suddenly just descend into that – 
into that rarefied air. It's incredible. It really is. And Draymond Green's not a top 15, 10 or 15 player, but he kind of reminds me in some respects of sure. a guy you didn't really see coming out of college. Right, right. That comes up there. Yeah. Who would go- you rather have out of those two? Oh, Oladipo. Oladipo? Yeah. I, he's in a perfect spot. Draymond is. Oh, sure. Yeah, he's surrounded I mean, by some guys. Yeah, yeah, right. You put him in Memphis. Yeah, uh-huh. probably wouldn't be very good. Wouldn't be the guy, yeah. Right, right, right. right. You put Oladipo right now, though, mm-hmm. in Memphis, you got something. Well, they put him in Indiana, and then yes. look what the, th- the result right. was, right? Yeah. Because I didn't think this team was going to be worth a darn, not that I'm the biggest NBA expert on the planet right. or in the market by far. But are we but, falling into a trap here? Mm, look, game two is going to be fun, right? Yeah. For that very yeah, reason, yeah. just because you want to see if we are falling into a trap, and if there is that proverbial switch. There wasn't yesterday. No. I mean, there was no time during that game that, here they come. He had a triple-double, but he didn't have any shots. In fact, I think all of his buckets came in the paint. Yeah. He didn't make a three-pointer. I know that, and I don't think he made a jumper. Mm-hmm. Outside of shots in the lane, so was that the, the see the, the that was a big game. That was a big takeaway game. I'll yep. give you that one. To me, the um, I thought the T Wolves. I didn't think necessarily. I thought they'd put up a fight mm-hmm. in the end. I thought they were going to get crushed because, and look, they got James Harden yesterday and only lost by three. Yes, he had forty four. Forty four. All right, help help me, a fanboy here. What the hell was Jimmy Butler doing there in that last shot? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're down three. I know. I know. A two does not. It, no, it doesn't help. And now it, I, I don't care if you're chucking something up like the Bucks did to force mm. overtime. What a shot, huh? <laughs> yeah, but you got to shoot a three. You have to shoot a three. What? I know. I, I was, uh, as you can imagine, yelling at the television uh-huh. last night. Well, I was yelling at the television the first, uh, that, that Bucks-Celtics game we were talking about. Not because I had it. I couldn't have cared less. But what a finish. Yes. I mean, what a basketball game. Yes. I mean, just that was, that was um, you know, top this. Because that was the first, first game of the day, right? Yeah, it was the first game of the day. Wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, top this. And it, it was a pretty good day overall in the it NBA was. yesterday. Saturday wasn't great. No, not great. The Pelicans-Blazers uh, yeah, game was that's fun. An, that's an eye-opener because Portland's pretty good, I think. Yes. That was an entertaining one. But before that, I mean, the Warriors game I, I watched. No, it was awful. 15 minutes maybe combined of not not game I don't even, even think I watched that much. It was it was over early mm-hmm. and just not a fight put up and now you get the news that Kawhi has completely shut it down for the rest yeah, of the year. It's not good. I mean we're looking at sweep here. Yeah, no question. Too. No doubt. Ah, here comes Just the what Warriors. Golden State needs, right? Yep. Some some time between their next series if you're get a fan Steph of the <laughs> right, if you're a fan of another team in the West, they just caught a huge huge break. But the T-Wolves had an opportunity left. They did. They if they if had you're leads going to have a chance, basketball game you, last have, night, you right? have to win that game. I agree. And Carl Anthony Towns, who look at it, it, it is difficult to criticize him, especially what he meant to that team. Mm-hmm. He's been so damn good when Butler's out. He was, you know, when Wiggins always out, except for the playoffs, he was good last night. Yeah, he was. Um, but for the most part, he's a floater. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just the way he plays the game. Carl Anthony Towns shows up every single damn night. Last night he struggled. Capella dominated in the first he half. He was twenty and ten. That game didn't he have like nine out of the first? I don't know what it was. Nine out of the first fourteen points or something like that. He was all over the place. But then he got James hardened. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Paul. I hate to say he's a bit player on that, <laughs> but we're talking about Chris Paul here. Yes, and and James Harden is the man in Houston. Remember he's so good. The NBA conversations before the year. Can you really play Harden and Paul together? Yeah. Well, just just let Harden do his thing. You right. can put anybody around him. I'm I'm not a James Harden fan. I don't enjoy watching him play. The the herky jerky He's trying to draw contact. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm not a huge fan of it. 
It's not. He's effective though, Trent. Yeah, it's not aesthetically pleasing. Right. His game, mm-hmm. but boy, is he good. Yeah, I well. mean, his handles are unbelievable. Just how he can get space. Is he fast? No, I mean, I don't think so. I don't so. think so either. And maybe it's the big bushy beard that makes him look slower yeah. than he probably actually is. How'd you like to have? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he was talking about getting food stuck in it. All I the saw time. on the blind date. <laughs> yes, yeah. you'll be fine. You'll, you just, yeah, just, you'll just, be all right. just in. You'll, this, you'll be fine. Uh, she doesn't care about what's in your beard. Should just print out a uh, ATM receipt and right. show that. I, I don't Here's think she'll about worry what's about in your wallet, yes. and not what's in your beard. Yeah, you'll be okay if you got a, a little, little. Uh, I don't know whatever. whatever it's like got. lettuce in your teeth. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. All right. Uh, what else from the weekend that caught your attention? Iowa State. Well, we didn't get to see it. No. But uh, anything, we're going to talk with Dylan here in a few. Right. By all accounts, I mean, Campbell was not relieved, but he thinks he got more out of it. The the, uh, former Cyclones that made their way back that were going to be captains during Mm -hmm. the game, Um, Ellis Hobbs uh, putting Matt Campbell and Bill Belichick in the same sentence. Um, Whoa. Yeah, that was, I mean, Hobbs played for Belichick, didn't play for Campbell, but had been around him for a couple of days, and that's his alma mater, and Super Bowl rings, Liberty Bowl ring. Um, I admit, look, this isn't a knock on Campbell. He's got the program absolutely in the right direction. Mm-hmm. They haven't had a coach like this, in my opinion, in a long time. And I was a huge McCartney fan. Yeah. But mm, Bill Belichick. <laughs> that was another woe moment of the weekend. That's what I thought, too. See that quote. And maybe he could be ready for the NFL. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think he doesn't seem like an NFL guy to me. What's a realistic baseline? For Iowa State. For Iowa State. This Co- year or going Coming forward? into this year, yeah. J- just for this year. I mean, it's seven wins. Anything short of that is a disappointment. Yes, I think he's got the program at that point. Listen to what we just said. Yes, this, I would and this think. Is, this is what this is the praise that, in a roundabout way, we're giving to Matt Campbell. Mm-hmm. When he, seven is the, you know, where you set the bar. Yeah. You get under that, that's a bad year for what this program, where he has this program, in my opinion. Where year after year it's, can they get to six? Can they find six? Oh, can, man, here's three, but I just can't see a fourth. Right. Look that's he's that's done. our spring conversation mm-hmm. year after, after year, year after, after year. Now it's boy if they don't win seven, it's a disappointing, disappointing season, right? And then from there, then then you get into the next step. Well, and if they hit that baseline, if they go eight and four this year, another good solid uh-huh. season, then what do you build upon? You know, that, the that's good kind news of the in step. the Big Twelve is for the most part, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are gone. Yes, they're gonna be replacing a lot of QBs all throughout the league. Iowa State's mm-hmm. not. West Virginia's not. Who else isn't? Kansas, I think their quarterback comes back. I'm not sure that's a good thing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Um, but look, if you've got a quarterback, you've got a chance. And Iowa State, I think, has got one. And they're really I excited think they about have two. Riel Mitchell. They might have three. Trends. Well, yes. And, and Riel getting him involved in different ways. Mm-hmm. We've heard a lot of conversation about that. I did have a question that I was thinking about. Zeb Nolan, I think, still has a ton of upside. Kyle Kempt is who he is. Right. He's solid. Yeah. Maybe got away with a few last year times throwing sure. him up, and now he's still got Butler on the outside. He's still got eight, he's still got big receivers that he can get away with. But I think he has hit what he is. Where Zeb Nolan, there's fair. more upside. There's more. Maybe he can become a star. I don't think Kyle Kemp will ever become a Big Twelve quarterback mm-hmm. star this year. Where I could see that, in a way, could him getting a six year of eligibility be a bad thing? You, you mm-hmm. get where I'm saying going. Mm-hmm. Where you got your guy, but if things don't go well early on, 
right, now we got to go through this. And you got Purdy coming in, and then you got yes. these quarterbacks on the roster that thought that they were going to be have another year at least to play some, and certainly Nolan would have played a whole mm-hmm. bunch, at least we would have thought. Now he's stuck behind a sixth-year guy. Uh, it, it might just cause more headaches if things don't go well mm-hmm. early, more than anything. With the spacing as far as the – the roster itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's. I don't think that's unfair. Just something to keep an eye on, mm-hmm. something to think about, something to ponder, and how difficult it'll be. Let's say they they stub their toe early, or Kemp is just struggling early on. How long does it take to to pull the trigger? Oh, now, I don't think it was. It'll take as long as it normally would have. I right. really don't because yeah. they saw Nolan play a game last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting. Baseball wise, from the weekend as we bounce around here, did they play baseball this weekend? A few times. Few teams did. I mean, there were six postponements yesterday. I saw six. Carlos Martinez pitch really well. We'll talk with Brian Walton. We will yesterday. But uh, Price in Cincinnati, he's got to be as hot as he's. I mean, they're they got they got two wins under their belt, do they not? Two and thirteen, something like that. Yeah, or two and eleven. Uh, let me get this. You know what? I'm going to get the exact, the exact amundo for your Cincinnati for because there are some fans, Reds fans. There are when the big red machine when those yes. kids were born in the '60s and dad was a baseball fan and got you to the baseball to watch some baseball. You might have been a big red fan. We're in your George Foster jersey. Yeah, really. Or your number five <laughs> Johnny Bench. Or uh, they're two and thirteen. Two and thirteen. Well, and I can't keep track of everything because well, my twins have played eleven games. And now they're off to Puerto Rico. So they don't play today because of that. They don't mm-hmm. play Thursday because of that. How many doubleheaders are they going to have to play? How many day offs that they had scheduled are they going to have to make Those up? Those days are gone. Yes. Those off days are gone. And it's not just that. You know who I felt bad for yesterday? Well, you don't feel bad for an, for an organization. Um, but the fans of the Kansas City Royals, mm-hmm. Otani yes. was supposed to pitch yesterday. Yes, exactly. And that would have been, uh, I have no idea what the uh, pre-sale was as far as tickets. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine it was bigger than it was, for, you know, Friday, Saturday, yep. and maybe most uh, home games in the month of April and May. But, you know, they're coming back on June 25th. What are the chances that he's going to be his turn? What if There's the answer. <laughs> I said that kind of rhetorically, but there's your answer. It's one in five. Excellent point, Trent Condon. Uh, you're always thinking Crunching those, those numbers. numbers. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, but that was disappointing because it would have been, you know, just an opportunity to see uh, what maybe the biggest buzz in all of yes. baseball is about. But then we got to last night. <laughs> And the old man, I mean, Trent, this guy looks about as much as about as a baseball player as I do. Maybe I do more so. You look more like a baseball player than he does. And there he is. He's got the no-no, the perfecto going after seven. He's in the dugout. He's got a ball. He's bouncing it off the top of the dugout, catching it to himself. Camera sees him. He kind of gives it a, a, a you know, grin out the side of his mouth. Um He's just big old burly Bartolo. Big old burly Bartolo. He's been in the league twenty years. Yeah, twenty years. Came up with. Can you name the teams? He's. It's probably easier to name the ones he hasn't pitched. Right. We're almost to that point. Expos, Indians, Mets, Twins. Now Texas. I think you were probably missing three or four. Wasn't he an Angel for a while? Yes, he was quite a while. Well, there's probably there's stops that you forget that he has had three or four it's years. Just amazing what this guy has done. And then conversely, he he I don't know if he was the yeah he was because of his age and because he doesn't look like an athlete. But Justin Verlander, yes, my good God, that's not fair. He and did you hear a Rod story? I laughed. I don't know what inning it was. I don't know. It was late in the game, I think, but I'm not sure. He's talking about Justin Verlander when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and when he's playing. I don't know if he was little league or whatever nine year olds that they would sit in the batter's box and they would start crying 
because they didn't want to. Because <laughs> Verlander had no control. Oh yeah, because he's hitting guys. I remember and, those and, days. And there's yeah. guys that would quit mm-hmm. baseball because they didn't want to fish face this pitcher in Little League, they would actually quit the game. Yeah. Guys in the on-deck circle in tears because they're up next. <laughs> Been there. Scared to death. Herm Muller. Herm Muller was the guy? Herm Muller. He Whatever was... happened to Herm? Herm's still uh, living in Osage. His wife's a teacher up there. He's got a, a couple of kids that are going through the Osage system. Now, he... how old, how, give me the age and how tall, How big was Herm when uh, he was scaring the He was a year older than me, so he would have been in fifth grade when I was in fourth when we played Major League, Little League Baseball okay. together, the, the highest level. And it was the same thing. And, and one of the kids on my team, he told him he was going to beat him. And he was crying before the game because he was going to get hit by Herm, who was 6'2", and everyone else was 5'6". Did he have a beard? Could he have a mustache? <laughs> he went through puberty a little uh-huh. earlier than the rest of us. And, and Herm called Herm because Herman Munster. He was oh, really? That's where the nickname came from. And, uh, yeah, I still see Herm from time to time when I go home. Great guy, but... He was scary. When, <laughs> when, when he weighed 80 pounds and some kid can pump it up there at 60 from 40 feet away, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> he was a scary dude. I, mean, I guess Verlander probably the same way. Yes. As, as, but, boy, he was so good last night. That that Astros team. Although, to get credit to the Rangers who picked them off in extras, but Bartolo was unbelievable. What a story. And didn't I see in late in spring training, and again, we're talking about the Texas Rangers here so we don't follow them real close. Mm-hmm. Um wasn't he like on the verge of oh, being yeah. released? Wasn't he? Was he's not going to make the team? Right for not a very good team that need pitching, and mm-hmm. he was at that. Why spot. give it to this forty-something-year-old guy? Should we give it to this young guy and let him at least get a taste of the majors? I got to see him the last couple of years with the Twins, mm-hmm. and he just throws the two-seamer and throws the two-seamer and throws the two-seamer, and that's. That's it. The walk was so disappointing, though. Yeah, it was. 3 one inning, like, right? Yeah, seventh yeah. inning. And just Cologne was PO'd, too. Yes, yeah. And then it dissipated from there and gave up the mm-hmm. hit right afterwards. But to end a, to lose a perfect game on a walk, a 3-1, just, just groove it. Just throw that four-seamer that actually goes Here straight. Here it comes. Go ahead and hit it. Yes, and couldn't get it done. No, he couldn't. We'll talk to Dylan Monson. We come back from this break. We're underway on a Monday. Bobby LeJust, 1245. Uh, one o'clock hour, Josh Mar. We're going to talk some NBA. Brian Walton, Cardinals and the Cubs, who at least last check... Still scheduled to play tonight, TC. Um, Going to be th- tw- in the 20s with the wind chill tonight. Bundle up. B- bundle up. Good way to put it. We'll come back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gack and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Huawei, don't hesitate. Come on, let's get away. Being in Des Moines. 
Bitcoin. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. Liberty did what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Napa know-how. Time to start adding to your bucket list. No, not the skydiving meet your idol bucket list, the Napa bucket list. Because now when you buy a Napa bucket for $2.99, you'll get 20% off items you can fit inside. Minimum $50 purchase. So live a little and save a lot with the Napa bucket and 20% off. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Exclusions apply. Offer expires 4 Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Last year, hundreds of animals came to the ARL with urgent medical needs, and the cost to provide care and treatment for these animals exceeded $300,000. We will never turn away an animal in need, especially an animal that has suffered abuse or neglect and not only needs medical attention, but also needs to receive love and compassion. Please consider donating to the ARL's Miracle Medical Fund to help us save lives and make a difference for these animals. Donate at arl-iowa.org slash Miracle Medical Fund. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines or online at heartlandflags.com. 
Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. KBGG, Trent and I with you until 2 o'clock. Uh, coming up, uh, we will talk to Bobby Lejess, uh from the uh, Land 10. We'll do a little bit on Iowa, but right now we start with Iowa State. Their spring is complete. They finished up on uh, on Saturday with the scrimmage. Matt Campbell met the media afterwards. Um Haycock, John Haycock met them as well this weekend. So, but we're just going to save the defense until later on the week. We're going to focus on the offense with our old buddy uh, Dylan Mons. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing pretty well, guys. How about you? Doing fine. I see you switch sides in the media scrum. Tried to avoid the camera, but it found you. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, I tried to get behind there this time, so uh, so I could yeah just try to avoid that being my thing now, mm-hmm. but. I'm sure when the fall rolls around, I'll be back into my old spot. Uh, and speaking of old spots, you did some TV in an old haunt of yours last night. Uh, how did that come about? You were on, uh, what was it, KE? I can't think of the channel. Help me out. Yeah, KCRG TV9. Um, Josh Christensen and I had known each other for a while, and that's if I could jump in at the last minute to talk about Iowa State football. So it was it was nice because I'm from that area too. So people, um, I got different texts and messages saying that people saw me on TV. So uh, it was kind of funny just to be even pseudo back in the old stomping grounds. Very nice. Uh, spreading your media wings. Uh, Dylan Mont's Ames Tribune is our guest. Well, Dylan, um, I guess let's, uh, we're going to focus on the offense, and uh, I don't know, we should just go position by position, group, and I guess we start with the quarterback. And I think Trent brought up an interesting point early in the show. You know, with Kyle Kemp, sure they want him, uh, but at the same time, Zeb Nolan, we think, was you know prepared last year to take this job. We did see him start at one time. I know that everybody's all excited and probably rightly so about Real Mitchell, who's got a ton of athleticism. Purdy's going to be here next year. Uh, um, and then we're going to be starting this whole process over again, which is a good problem but to have. But what, uh, what uh, I guess, uh, if anything, did the spring do to solve the quarterback? Did it just further uh, set in stone that Kyle Kemp is going to be the guy? Yeah, I think uh, they're comfortable with Kyle Kemp being the number one guy, and that's what they're going to carry into the summer and into the fall. Um, they can trust him, which is a big thing, and that's not to say they don't trust that no one, but they feel really comfortable with Kyle Kemp and um, what he was able to do last year. And so I would say he's firmly UB1 right now. And I think the biggest thing for them is they do have a little bit more of an identity or stability there at quarterback now. They kind of know what they have. And that's what Matt Campbell said. Last year and even the year before, they they were kind of up up in the air with with an identity in that room. But now um, you can tailor an offense or build an offense a little bit more around those guys just because – there's there's a trust factor there. You know what their skill set is. You know what they can do, what they can't do, and and that they're reliable. So I think that's probably the biggest thing that Spring did was just uh, reaffirm that or, or just kind of um, give them that comfort there. 
Ken mentioned Riel Mitchell and uh, a possibility. We, we've heard a couple of rumblings about maybe doing something with them, a special package. Do you envision something like that coming to fruition this year? Or is that more spring practice talk? Uh, it, it, that's the tough thing. I, I could see it going either way. Uh, if I had to say it definitively, um, I'd say they probably hold off on him. Uh, it must be really wild them in, in fall camp and, and can kind of differentiate himself and obviously his speed is a really big thing that he has. He's a really smart kid but I think uh, because of the playmakers they have that running back with David Montgomery, Kamei Wongu, Sheldon Crony is the guy who's gotten some pubs in the spring and then when you look outside of the wide receiver with uh, the big guys, the King Byler, Matt Eaton um, that are kind of complemented by Deshante Jones, Tariq Milton, Josh Johnson uh, there's a lot of names out there, and it's even going to be hard to find touches for, for those guys at times. So uh, I don't know if I necessarily see this Real Mitchell um, plan coming to fruition this fall, um, but I, that's not to say it won't, because I think if he really wows them and he can set himself enough apart and be a real difference maker in games, they're obviously going to use him just because that's um, you're going to do whatever gives you the best chance to win. So it'll be interesting to see if, that gains a little bit more steam in the summer or, or certainly in the fall. You know, I, I have to figure that this was a, a much different spring for Zeb Nolan this year, being that you know, this time last year was Jacob Park's job, right? And um, Kyle Kempt was going to be there and he was going to battle with Zeb Nolan. But I have to assume that, you know, if they were splitting up reps, in all likelihood, I would, if I had to bet, I would say Nolan got the fewer of the reps last year. Certainly a different spring for him this year as opposed to last is my assumption. Yeah, and he talked about this being the first spring where he's fully been healthy, too, because he tore his ACL his freshman year and then was kind of limited last spring. So he could do some of the seven-on-seven stuff but not really get down into the nitty-gritty. So having that experience last year on the field in those games, uh, obviously the second half against Oklahoma State, and then they start against Baylor, uh, that, that obviously helped further him along a little bit. But then getting a full offseason and being healthy, getting a full spring of doing everything else everybody does, and then um, kind of carrying that in the summer. It just, more than anything, it can kind of build your confidence or your skill set, your base that you have. So I, I think he, he's in a good spot as he, as he heads into his uh, record sophomore fall. All right, let's jump into the offensive line. And depth being built there, it's not just, eh, we feel good about three guys. It's seven, eight guys that they seem to be very confident with. How good do you think this offensive line has a chance to be this year? I certainly think it has a chance to take a step forward from what it was last year, and that's just the natural maturity or, or the aging process of those guys. You know, Julian Good Jones and Bryce Meeker, who are redshirt juniors now, you have Josh Nipple, who's a redshirt, or, or excuse me, who's a true junior, um, coming over from Iowa Western last year and started every game at right guard, and then. Um, kind of the name that's been the most interesting to, to kind of hear is Colin Newell from Ames. He's a redshirt freshman. Um, sounds like he's been spending a lot of time at center and could even be the starter at center and move Julian to Jones over to left guard. So um, I, they feel really, really comfortable about those four guys right now. And then it's just a matter of finding that fifth spot, which could be, um, you know, it could be Sean Foster, who, who played a decent amount last year. It could be another one of the young guys that steps up. Okay, Udigu, who has been kind of banged up throughout his career, is still kind of in the mix. So there's some unknowns there, but I think um, right now, and kind of with the quarterbacks, you know, Matt Campbell said that group has a little bit more of an identity um, just because those guys that have played a ton as young guys are, are starting to get older and 
they're kind of getting a little bit more of a natural cycle and, and rhythm to how they're using that rotation. Uh, Dylan Mott, James Tribune is our guest. Dylan, running back-wise, we know it's David Montgomery's job. Uh, we know Kenny Nwangu is, is, was as, uh, as fast a uh, guy as they had on the team prior to the injury. Mike Warren had that wonderful freshman season. And Sheldon Crony came in and, and, and flashed at times last year, and it seems to me... Uh, I'm not saying that the the staff went out of their way to praise Crony, but he came up a lot. Um, they could Crony end up being ultimately the first guy uh, in when Montgomery needs a blow. Might Crony end up when the depth chart comes up being number two ahead of Nwango, ahead of Mike Warren, uh, and ahead of some of the other guys that uh, were on that depth chart. Crony's not going away quietly. Yeah, it, it certainly is possible. Um, and that that kind of is maybe depending on how they use Nwongu. Is he a true running back lining up in the backfield all the time, or is he going to split out at times? Um, I, like you said, obviously Montgomery's going to be your number one, but I think there's there can be real competition for who's that number two. And then you have Johnny Lang, um, who's another one of those small compact guys, really versatile and fast that they like. So there's going to be a, a real competition for those touches behind Montgomery. So um, and and. Crony's credit, he can kind of uh, he's developed a skill set where he can he can do a little bit of everything. He can shake a little bit. Um, he can catch out of the backfield. Um, he was quick. Uh, his, his instincts seemed good in the reps that he got last year in favor of Montgomery when when uh, David went down against Baylor and then Kansas State when he was limited. So I think he certainly has a place in the backfield. How many carries or touches he gets in the game, um, it probably depends on the flow of the game. But I think he can certainly bring something something to that backfield. Wide receiver group, you lose Alan Lazard, but still plenty of pieces there, and uh, some youngsters starting to make a little bit of noise. Tell us about the the speedster from down in Florida that's been getting a lot of run, the redshirt freshman. Yeah, Tariq Milton is a guy, basically, he's, he's been mentioned by everyone unprompted this spring, uh, just to really do a, a lot of different things, and uh, he's a guy that was kind of a late arrival last, last fall, and so he kind of had to uh, learn on the fly and make quick adjustments and stuff. So he really got to kind of study, um, you know, he obviously practiced last year, but to learn by watching a little bit as much as by doing, just to kind of get up to speed a little bit. But he's a guy that spent time at outside receiver last year. He's moved a little bit more inside this spring and uh, really just impressed. And he, he talked about, um, you know, they're working on packages with him where he uh, uses speed to get over the linebackers and get over the safeties and go deep. So I think. Um, they're going to try to add a little bit more of a different element with him. Uh, Deshante Jones obviously um, has a skill set and can get outside and, and move quite a bit. But um, with Milton's speed, he'll be able to go over the top and really kind of complement what they do outside. Say if Hakeem Butler moves to the perimeter, then they can put Milton in there and, and really kind of have a dual threat with guys going over the top. Mm. Uh, Dylan Monsames Tribune. Dylan, last thing, uh, I guess this offense belongs to Matt Campbell. He is the not only the head coach, but he's going to be calling the plays. Do you expect that to be the case once we get to the once we get to September? Uh, did uh, Coach Campbell come out of spring thinking that um, you know what this can be all right? I'm going to be able to find time to uh, to do both. Will he be um, you know head coach slash OC this uh, this September? Yeah, I think the buck will stop with him. Um, and then the way the staff has worked, they all kind of, uh, they, they talked about this collaboration. So I think guys like Alex Golis and Brian Gasser, um, guys who have been on staff for a while will have some say. And then obviously Jeff Myers and Nate Steelhouse uh, are going to have their input too. But I think um, overall and, and at, the, at the end of it, I think he's going to be the guy that ends up calling plays and has the final decision on kind of what they do. And 
Um, you know, maybe something changes during the summer, but as of right now, it really sounds like that's going to kind of be the case that he's going to kind of take over in terms of uh, the play calling in that aspect. Great stuff. We will uh, catch you later on the week. Orion Vance, a guy that got a lot of publicity this spring. We'll talk about him, the rest of that defense, and maybe some special teams when we uh, catch up with you, probably on Friday. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Thank you. Dillamont's Ames Tribune, amestrib.com. To read Dylan, Travis Hines, and the whole crew, AimsTrip.com. Cubs cards postponed, TC. Mm. Will not play. Too snow, chilly. Too, snow, uh, too chilly. Snow making yeah. its way to Wrigley. Another one down the drain, but not to rain. No. <laughs> snow. Unbelievable. What a spring it's been. Yeah, it is. Feel like it's back in Canada for you, huh? Yeah. It's probably the spot that. I think it's actually warmer in the peg than it is here. <laughs> Minneapolis just got walloped. Did you see, was it southwest Minnesota, 18 inches of snow? Well, what did, well, what did downtown Minneapolis? I thought it got over a foot. Yeah, yeah. Just Minneapolis Airport was closed for the longest time. Yeah, your, your jets had to hang out in Duluth. Should have stayed. Nothing like a Saturday in Duluth. <laughs> yes, on a plane. Yes. Uh, we will take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll switch gears, talk some Hawks, land a 10. It's not Scott Dockerman, but it's Bobby Legess. Look forward to talking to Bobby when we come back. We're here until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. If you run a small business, you know there's nothing small about it. Dell's Small Business Technology Advisors are here to help with solutions tailored to your business. And for a limited time, get up to 35% off select PCs with Intel Core processors, plus free shipping on everything. Talk to a Dell Small Business Advisor today at 877-BY-DELL or visit dell.com slash business deals. That's 877-BY-DELL. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email, so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate, or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts, and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual 
Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by hy on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. KBGG, Trent and myself with you until 2 o'clock. Well, a piece over the weekend by Bobby Legess at Land at 10. Not that they don't always catch my eye. They do. Uh, five questions for the final week of spring practice. Um, Brian uh, Ferentz, one of the questions that Bobby Legess brought up. We'll get to those questions in a minute. First of all, Bobby, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. I, where I want to start with you is uh, Max Duggan, who was, um, you know, he could have had a lot of opportunities TCU is where he's going to play his college football. How big of a surprise was that, Bobby? I know you follow recruiting very, very closely. Duggan, a four-star, leaving the state, going to TCU. How big of a surprise? Very big. If you had told anybody six months ago that Max was going to TCU, they probably would have looked at you pretty strange. And 
So it's a surprise when you look at it that way, but coming down the stretch, they were considered one of the favorites, though a lot of people were holding out beliefs, myself included, that Notre Dame might be the program because he was a big fan of them growing up, that the Irish, the late offer, might be able to come in and get him. But in the end, it was out of state, doesn't go to Nebraska, and he's going to be playing in the Big 12, so there's a chance to come back uh, to potentially see the Cyclones with TCU. You know, I know there has been some conversation about the fit for Iowa. He's a, a dual-threat quarterback, moving around, you know, moving the pocket, those types of things. How often do we see that? And you go back to probably the best offensive season in the Kirk Ferentz era in 2002. 2002 yeah. They had a mobile quarterback. But why, why do you think Iowa has moved so far away from that? I think because they're more comfortable with what you would probably call your more prototypical quarterback. Um, NFL-style quarterback who can succeed in a pro-style offense, which is what they run. They look for somebody with a really strong arm, and most of the time the guys that fall into the category of the traits they go after are guys that the recruiting services label as the pro-style quarterbacks, not your dual threats or the guys who are athletes that play quarterback, too, who get that designation as well. And, you know, I think from watching Max's highlight tape, I think he would have been able to succeed in Iowa if that was where he went and ended up. His skill set was good. He just has the ability to move the ball a little bit with his legs in a way that you haven't seen from many Iowa quarterbacks. But I know on his end, um, Iowa's offensive philosophy and kind of the pro-style things they do was one of the reasons he kind of, you know, ended up looking elsewhere. That was one of the things I saw from some stories that came out last night and this morning in regards to kind of his recruitment and what kind of led him looking to the Horned Frogs. Mm. Uh, Bobby Lajessa, uh, Land Ten is our guest. Well, I know you guys get the coordinators tomorrow. Brian Ferentz will be uh, one of them that uh, you guys uh, have an opportunity to fire questions to. Your five questions that uh, your piece, the five questions into the final week. Brian Ferentz was question number one. And surrounding the growth that he's seen, um, what, what do you expect to hear from Brian when you get an opportunity to ask him that question? A lot of holes to replace the, the positive. They do get their quarterback back. They've got an NFL t- a tight end. Uh, Hawkinson's a really good player in his own right. Um, they've got some young receivers. One of them needs to really step up. I think uh, that might be Brian Ferentz's answer. But what do you think his question is going to be regarding growth? I thought you asked a fair question in print. I'm assuming that uh, you'll get that answer tomorrow. Yeah, if I don't ask it, I have no doubt somebody else will because that's one of the biggest things hanging over this offense. And primarily, I'm interested about the response to what he says at wide receiver because the struggles at that position the last two years have been the biggest issue with why Iowa ends up struggling to score points. They have had receivers that have struggled to get separation, struggled to get open, and struggled to catch the ball consistently. When I was in those you know, 17, 13 games that they've lost a lot of in the last couple of years, the inability of the passing game to make plays, the wide reason why, and a lot of that falls on the wide receiver. So they need to see a wide receiver to step up. Brandon Smith is a name I expect to hear him talk about, and I'm interested to see if he talks about him the way Kelton Copeland did, who specifically said he makes a couple of plays that make you go wow every single day. He's still inconsistent in practice, but kind of that potential starting to flash, which at this point, frankly, I will take anything he can get. The wide receiver. Very, very interesting, and trying to get that offense ramped up in a big way. Speaking of the offense and taking a step forward, year number two, you got terminology now in place, offense that you're trying to to run. It feels like everybody should at least know what they're going into. What kind of growth do you expect to see as a play caller this year from Brian Ferentz? 
you need to see some, and I think he'll tell you he needs to show some as well. Because the first year of doing anything, whatever your job is, and you change jobs, the entire first season will learn experience for you. Because you have to figure out what it's like. And now that he's through that, I'll be interested to see what he says there and some of the growth aspects. Because I know he said at the end of the season, you know, the Wisconsin game kind of wasn't his best performance yeah. as an offensive play caller. So I'm curious to see what he says he learned from that and how he's applying it to this team, not just in the spring, which is where we're at right now, but what he would also do with them um, in some of those changes during the course of preseason camp and during the season. I'm curious to see what his response is there. I'm curious to see what he thinks of Nate Stanley, uh, one year removed from this point. I mean, at this point, we didn't know who was going to be the quarterback coming out of spring, didn't know if he was going to win the job or not. He did, and he held it the entire season, and uh, I think the kid's got a real future. He's a big sucker, as you know. He's... Um, I think he's he's poised to have a really good 2018. I wonder how big of a different spring has been for Nate Stanley. Yeah, one of the things Ken O'Keefe said about him was that he's learned the offense to the point that he can teach it to the others. And one of the things I extrapolate off of that is now that he knows the offense better and that kind of just Ken kind of just left it there that he could very well show a lot of growth this year simply because of that fact. I'm curious if Brian's going to give him more range of the offense and or if he's going to open up the playbook a little bit more. Because a lot of what Nate had last year was pretty simplified reads. He'd have a deep shot downfield a lot of the time, and if not, he tended to throw the ball short to somebody who was wide open. That'll always be part of the offense. And that was part of why he played so well last year was his decision-making process was really good. He didn't try to force the ball into too many spots. But I'm curious to see, now that he's had a year under his belt starting in the system, what more they'll let him do to kind of you know, have him grow as well, not just Nate show, show that he understands the offense, but they'll let him do more. At quarterback, Bobby, you got Spencer Petras on campus here, coming in early, of course, uh, Peyton Mansell, redshirted last season, though did travel with the team at times. What do you think is going to happen there? Those two guys, how will it shake out as we get that first depth chart, what, the uh, eight days before the opener, usually get that first depth chart of the year. Who do you expect to see on the number two spot? I wouldn't be surprised if the depth chart says we're there to put both of them on there just mm-hmm. so no one knows what's coming. The only thing that might stand in the way of that is Kirk Ferentz tends not to put true freshmen on the depth chart, and that's what Spencer would be. My guess is Peyton ends up winning that job primarily because he already had a year in the system to start with. Spencer got to Iowa early and rolled in the winter in part so he could start moving the offense a few months before anybody else in that 2018 class, I just think the extra time has in the system will give him a leg up to be the backup quarterback for this upcoming season. I found your question five interesting. The fact that Trent, Trent and I spent some time with it uh, last week regarding, you know, the likelihood that the game is even going to take place and the, I want to say precedence being set, but there have been Big Ten uh, and well, and Big Twelve schools, quite frankly, that have uh, canceled their spring game in front of the public, uh, took it uh, indoors to just to do whatever they could. What's the likelihood? I mean, and, and is there a chance? I guess, Bobby, I think the forecast is it's anything. It's not great by any means, but it's better than we had this weekend. It's. It, do you think it'll? Do you think it'll go on as scheduled? I think it will. If the schedule holds as it currently kind of is, there's no rain in the forecast that day. The temperatures are supposed to be in the 50s. So it's obviously not going to be mid-50s, which is what I believe the high is right now by the time they start kicking it off because you're playing a night game at that point on a Friday night. But I think that's warm enough that they'll still be able to have 
you know, it's essentially going to be an open practice because one one end zone's under construction. They can't use the entire field. They'll probably only have 70 or 80 yards at their disposal because everything else is under construction or get any closer to the construction the safety hazard. So I think they'll play it this week. I think the only thing that would be able to get in their way is if uh, rain comes or if you get what you had this weekend, which is severe cold for this time of year, and you end up with snow possibilities. And so as long as the weather outlook holds, I think I will be holding it kind of as scheduled. So uh, no television coverage for this one, though? you got to make your way to Kinnick to, in order to see it? No, I thought there was, no? No, the Big Ten's not going to air it because of the fact that it kind of went from a true spring game to a straight practice. Yeah. And so it's not there. It's not going to be on BTN to go. Um, part of that's due also because of the, the stadium issues. Um, oh, regardless, gotcha. I think if um, everybody else who canceled their spring games last weekend, even if that didn't happen, I'm fairly certain we might have ended up in this spot with Iowa anyway because of the issues with the field. They just can't play a normal football game. Hmm. And so I think Iowa's decision to go with more of a practice was as much to do with the fact that of what's going on with their construction as it was anything else that's happened across the country with spring games. Bobby Lejes, Land of Ten, along with Scott Dockerman, pumping out content Iowa-related on a daily basis. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate you coming on. All right, talk to you guys soon. Yep, take care. Bobby Lejess, Ames Tribune on the Hawkeyes. I thought that sucker was going to be televised, Trent. Initially, there was uh, that it was going to be on BTN, and then it dissipated. Hmm. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. But it's a practice. It they is. can't even use the full field. Right, but at least you could at least tape it if you got yes. something else. So they could flip yeah. it on a little bit. Maybe you glean somebody, something from somebody it. Somebody catch your eye. Yeah. None oh. of that. Uh, we will come back with a 1 o'clock hour. We're going to do some NBA and some MLB, amongst other things. Trent and I are here until 2 o'clock. The Cubs cards has been postponed tonight. They're going to do a day-night doubleheader uh, coming up in July. We'll uh, come back with the 1 o'clock hour. It's next on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey, guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because Lowe's saves pros money every day. And this week, we're saving pros even more during DeWalt days. Look for special savings like $20 off select DeWalt 20-volt max cordless bear tools now through April 25th. Plus, save 5% on every purchase every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. See the Lowe's Pro Desk for DeWalt days and credit details. Offer subject to credit approval can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply U.S. only. The 4 for 4 from Wendy's has a lot of fans because it's a deal that gives you a sandwich plus four nuggets, a small fry, and drink, all for just $4. But now the 4 for 4 has more variety than ever with eight sandwich choices. I'm loyal to the double stack. I'm Junior Bacon Cheeseburger through and through. I pledge myself to the crispy chicken sandwich. I'm loyal to my hunger. Whether you're loyal to one sandwich or all eight, the Wendy's 4 for 4 has a sandwich for you. So try them all and pick your favorite. Now that's deliciously different. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Why do we call it small business? Why not agile business? Nimble business? Dance circles around the big bulky behemoths business. UMA Office, the small business phone solution, has a virtual receptionist to direct calls to the right extension and a mobile app to help you answer while away from the office. About all that's small really is the price, starting at only $19.95 a month. Visit UMA.com, that's O-O-M-A, or call 866-649-9377 to find out more. UMA, the phone your small business deserves. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation.